well, fourth time lucky. The first time I started recording this, the uh, wireless dropped, which it isn't a really annoying habit of doing at the moment, and we need to get onto the provider about it. Uh, the second time I tried, the table next to me collapsed because that still hasn't been fixed. The third time I introduced this podcast as being called Nothing to See Here and called it the wrong episode number. So here we go, fourth time lucky. Welcome to episode 53 of Mr. Burt Pods. Well, I'd like to say I don't know who that person is, and I've never seen them before in my life, but it's the neighbour, so um, can't really do that. Um, so it's been quite an exciting week, actually. In fact, there's been a lot of excitement this week. Uh, when I say excitement, I do mean it's relative to the mundaneness of my life, so don't anybody start popping champagne corks. Having said that, I did get a card on Saturday. I have it with me. Uh, that was actually put into an envelope posted to the post box, uh, all very exciting. And it says uh, on the outside, it's got a picture of two hands holding up a banner with the words hooray spelled out on it. And inside, um, it's got bits of glitter on it as well, actually, gold glitter. And inside, it says many congratulations on reaching your one year milestone, Mr. Burt Pods. I have thoroughly enjoyed every episode. So, obviously, um, oh, I um, never did say, actually, that the, um, the it wasn't a cookie, actually, that I got posted for the 50th. It was a piece of red velvet cake, which and I keep forgetting to say it was absolutely delicious. So, um, thank you very much to that person who um, sent the card. Um, yes, I'm very proud. Very proud to have reached episode 53, despite the fact uh, I managed to call it episode 54 twice when I was originally recording this. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's the first excitement. Uh, the second excitement is um, yoga this morning. Uh, dreadful start. Well, uh, yoga was a bit, actually, I'm not sure it was exciting or not. Um, she started by saying we've got to get next to a wall. Now, there is no uh, wall. Well, there are lots of walls in this room. Obviously, there's four sort of walls, but everything has something by it. So the only place I could get to by a wall was by the door and the door on one side has a wall and on the other side has the side of the quite tall sofa so I was basically wedged uh, into the space of the width of a door um, and then she had us doing clock sitting with our back to the door and doing these clock things with our hands I precariously balanced the laptop on the um, end of the sofa so suddenly realized to my horror, I had absolutely no idea what everyone else was seeing if anyone was looking at my screen um, I have a horrible feeling I loomed up uh, with my eyes popping very red in face at one point to the camera uh, but of course because I don't see myself because I've got the camera view on her uh, I don't want to dwell on that so um, I also had a rather magnificent passing of wind uh, at one point and did think to myself I am quite glad that I'm doing this at home and not in the studio because obviously that makes a big difference and then I got to the end of the thing and realized that I hadn't put my laptop on mute um and then but no the big the big excitement of it was I don't know what I was doing but she said uh naming me said well done I don't know what I did well, 
Um, and all I remember was vaguely wobbling around at that point. But obviously, uh, I was in sight of the camera uh, and not looking so fast, having a nervous breakdown, as Asian must do, um, or lying flat out on the floor because I can't cope with it anymore. It was a really, really difficult. Well, it started really difficult because she went, she upset, I mean, my hated really hated yoga position of all the positions i absolutely hate downward dog and she hardly ever does it and then today she goes into about 10 minutes solid downward dog moving uh into plank and back again which is absolute agony on the arms it's my wrists it's my wrists can't take it um and then sticking one leg up in the air and then bringing your knee to your nose it was just awful but once we got over that um <laughs> I keep wondering what the tapping is in the recording and anyone else worried wondering about the tapping in the recording is because the rocking chair hits the wall and I don't notice because I've got earphones in. Um, so that's why there's tapping. I've just moved it away from the wall. So, um, yeah, and then actually I got to the end and uh, I thought we still had another quarter of an hour to go. So the, it sort of once I got through the terrible bit, I think it was her acknowledging my greatness at yoga actually just made me fly through the rest of it. Uh, I even managed pigeon without having a major meltdown, and that's a rarity. <clears throat> so, um, so that was an exciting start. That's exciting thing number two. And for the life of me, I can't even remember what the exciting thing number three is. Oh no, yes, I do. It's very exciting. Um, regular listeners will know of my great disappointment recently when I was knocked off. Being, uh, I'm going to have to look at my phone because it's not from local hero. Um, I was knocked off um, being the best runner in the oops, sorry about that. I was knocked off being the best runner in the United Kingdom or possibly uh, locally around the track I run. Um, I'm back on. I am now uh, local legend. I'm back to being local legend uh, for the 550 meter loop that I run every Monday. Uh, it says most segment efforts in the last 90 days. So not that I'm getting competitive, but uh, that man better not knock me off again. <clears throat> so, that's, uh, so that's three really exciting things. And then um, I was thinking, I sit down to do this every week and um, have no idea what I'm going to say and think, well, I probably can't. I haven't got enough to say because I haven't done anything. And then I managed to fill up 20 minutes quite easily of rabbiting on about nothing and darren always says every week in the every other week in the podcast what have you been doing over the past two weeks and i go completely blank and can never remember a thing of what i've been doing over the past two weeks since i last saw him and um, which is why conveniently because he dominates so much i can just push it onto him and ask him what he was doing in his week not that anyone cares so um what's been going on oh no the big news no yes it's it has been quite an eventful week i've had a haircut that was very exciting. Um, it was ridiculously exciting, actually, because my neighbour uh, said, oh, you look really happy. And I said, well, I'm going for my haircut. I mean, I, I think I was just grinning inanely at the prospect of um, getting there. And I was going to, because my hair looked absolutely ridiculous. I did take a photograph of it and showed it to the hairdresser who laughed. Um, well, it didn't look too bad, but the first thing in the morning, it just looked like I had, had an electric shock. Um, I've had it cut. I usually have it really, really short, but I've gone a bit wild and I've actually got it 
cut shorter, but it's still long. So basically, she's neatened it up and got rid of the weight, as she put it. Um, so that was uh, all exciting. And it seems to have gone down well with the only other one person that's seen it. Um, I keep forget forgetting that I just never see anybody. People are completely unaware of my really long hair because nobody's seen me, thank God. Um, so that's all exciting. So, yeah, so that was... Uh, when did I go for my haircut? I think that was Friday. That was always, that was really exciting. Oh, and then the piano was tuned on Wednesday. The reason there's no mention of anything going on in the road is because I literally have not seen a single car or person since I started this. Um, oh, apart from the neighbour. Um, and he's obviously not somebody I've never seen before. Um, had the piano tuned, which was all quite exciting. Still hasn't invoiced me for it. Um, and I thought it was going to be long and painful, but uh, it wasn't too bad. He did it quite quickly. I think he did it in about less than an hour, actually. But he said it does need a big overhaul, uh, like a proper MOT, uh, which is going to cost quite a lot of money But um, for three or four hours' work. But uh, it is sounding much better. It wasn't terribly out of tune, but it was out of tune. It's sounding, tune-wise, obviously, it's sounding a lot better, but now it's in tune, I can actually hear the other things that are wrong with it. Um, so, and it hasn't been touched for, I would say, 30-odd years, so it's done fine. And I did find out it, it was made the year I was born, or possibly the year after I was born. So the piano's basically as old as me. So my mum and dad must have got it for me as a relatively new second-hand piano. I can't remember how old I was when they got it for me. Must have been early teens. Uh, and it's a chapel, so it's a good piano. Um, they don't make them anymore, I don't think. But anyway, so that's the next thing I've got to do is organise the refurbishment of the piano, and I've also got to do the refurbishment of the grandfather clock. Um, yes, because obviously businesses seem to be uh, opening uh, up again. So yes, I've booked. Um, I've just booked lunch with my brother next week, which will be the first time I've seen him, obviously outdoors. Um, I saw him at mum's funeral. I saw him and the rest of the family at Christmas for an out Christmas Eve time for an outdoor meal. Cold. Uh, I've walked around King's Cross with him once. At very cold with nowhere to sit because absolutely everywhere was closed. Uh, and so we're going to go out to uh, we're going to splash out on Sky Lawn, which is the Royal Festival Hall restaurant terrace on Wednesday when it's due to rain uh, and I did mean to ask them when I ran and booked uh, what are they going to do if it rains and I completely forgot to ask that question so I suppose the answer is you get wet yeah so also you know Darren very kindly or I think we went through the trauma of what he put me through last Monday I think we've been through that haven't we but the out the upshot of that was a um reading of my play uh on Wednesday was it Wednesday evening? Um so Darren read one part supposedly because he couldn't find anybody else to read it, which is absolute rot. He just loves hearing his own voice. And um another lovely person wrote read the other part. And um and then there was a fourth person monitoring who um Gave me an awful lot of feedback, which scared the living daylights out of me when I was trying to be really calm. 
and was quietly crying inside. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but um, feedback, I always, and I think a lot of people do this with feedback, I want to run a mile, I want to go into denial, I want to say no, none of that applies, it's all untrue, and then I think about it and realise it's all absolutely bang on. Um, I think he did ask me a load of questions that initially I, because it's rather an odd play and it was sort of written as a stream of consciousness, um, couldn't really apply to it. But then I thought, yes, you can. I just, uh, yes, I can. I just need to adapt the way I'm thinking to uh, to work the feedback into what I've done. So, yes, and, and the other actor really liked it as well. She gave me some very positive feedback. So um, I need to just focus it a bit more in a certain way, uh, make sure none of the scenes are unnecessary, uh, and then I can, I'm can. i aiming to get it sent off tomorrow. It's got to be the last day for things being sent in is Friday or Saturday, I think, so I want to get it sent in tomorrow. Uh, so that's taking time up. And then we also did the podcast, Nothing to See a Podcast, on Tuesday, which I always find a bit disconcerting doing it in the evening because I'm half asleep. Um, that went on for well, obviously both of us were tired because it went on for two hours and ten minutes I don't know whether we're just tired because there's lots of gaps bits where we don't say anything and it drags on or whether we just do have a lot to say to each other but we haven't seen each other for so long we're just missing each other and we, it just goes on and on having said that of course it's not a nice conversation it's just damn being horrible to me for two and ten hours it was still rude to me um I mean, I sent, I did another nice fish dish for him uh, the other day, and not for him, uh, sent him a photograph, and I just got, I hate you, I hate everything about you, but you can cook. Uh, it's just, just shifting again. Um, so I said, well, if you were a nice person, I'd actually send you the recipe, but I'm not going to. So he's lost out there. I'm banging into the wall again. Uh, I've just seen the back of a person, and absolutely no one else. Uh, the blossom's all gone, uh, so the tree's in a fine green thing. Oh, did I mention the tree walk? We went on a tree walk. Uh, I think I mentioned the tree walk. Did I mention the tree walk? Yes, I mentioned the tree walk. So um, we now have to spot trees when we go walking in Ali Pali, and I get questioned as if I'm some sort of a student, and I have absolutely no idea which tree is what. Um, the magpies are just brazen now, it has to be said. They just look at me and squawk every now and then as if they seem to think that I'm going to feed them on demand. But they've got flipping fat blocks. They've now got a peanut block, um, which is sort of a fat block with peanuts. And I can't, it's a lot softer than the fat block that was there before. I can't tell whether anyone's been at it or not. But the wheel, the mealworms are still very, very popular. I do love handling mealworms, albeit that they're dried. Uh, what's been going on? The buildings seems to be coming on. I think actually relative, considering how much work they've done and how little they seem to be here, they have been relatively quiet. Um, so the upper story, so basically they took the roof off the whole house and then it's actually not even a big house, so quite, it's a small house. And now they're rebuilding the whole roof as a floor, in effect. Um, I don't know why, really. I don't know why they just didn't convert the roof rather than take the whole thing. They literally took the whole thing off. Um, anyway, so that's what's going on there. It's not very exciting. Um, 
the people over the road have been extremely children have been very very noisy but that awful screaming seems to have stopped that could be stand i haven't heard them screaming for ages and um, he was outside washing the uh gate the famous uh gate the other day with a sort of had a hose pipe in one hand hosing water onto it and then a broom in the other hand uh, i'm not quite sure what he was trying to achieve um it doesn't seem to make an awful lot of difference and I would have thought it would just make the chances of it rotting and falling down even more likely than it already is. Um, what else is the... the uh, haven't seen anything going on up the alley, though I believe there is still stuff going on. Um, the hippie family have been quite quiet, actually. And uh, I'm going to have to look at my diary. I can't remember what's been going on. I think that's it. Yes, that's it. So it's been quite a busy week. And, um, oh yeah, and I put my shoes in to be resold and then ended up spending £150 because they, uh, I realised that all the back of them, the stitching was all split. But then again, I'm going to pay £200 on a pair of new shoes because I wear brogues. I, I refuse, I'm a diehard, I refuse to wear trainers. Um, and, uh, I just thought, well, um, oh, car, God, get the flags out, a grey car, not driving very fast. Um, I thought, well, do I just buy another pair of shoes or have them for a bit more money and chuck them away, these away, or do I get my shoes mended? I mean, he said the leather was going to last forever, so I'm having them mended. I only wear two pairs of shoes. I wear those and then I wear, and a pair of boots. That's the trouble. Um, and so I wear them down really quickly. And, but I spend a lot of money on shoes because they are, I buy shoes to last. And then I wear sandals in the summer. But of course I've had to wear my running trainers because I haven't been able to wear my shoes. And they're really, really comfortable. So I'm now in a dilemma is do I go to running to wear trainers? As they do, I haven't got the greatest feet really. And I need a lot of support. I don't walk that gracefully. Um, I need a lot of support. And trainers are really, running trainers really do give me loads of support around my arch. So um, I'm in a dilemma now. Anyway, but the shoes are ready to be mended. I can go and get those tomorrow. Um, the trauma of the week. Uh, we've got to the last episode of Crash Landing on You. And uh, it's an hour and 50 minutes. And... I have to say the two people watching it in this very room were so overwhelmed with emotion after the first 40 minutes, we had to stop, we had to stop watching it. <laughs> it was just, it was just, it was, honestly, it was just too much. I just said, look, do you mind if we stop watching this and watch something <laughs> and have a laugh? So we've still got uh, an hour and 50 minus, well, oh, yes, that's an hour and 10 minutes, still got an hour and 10 minutes left. Um, I just feel I've been through an emotional ringer. I feel I've been on a journey with these people because each episode, the 16 episodes, each one is around, I think they average about an hour and a half. Oh, now, you see, there's that man, and I keep saying that this is the one person that I see regularly, and I don't see him just in this road, although I do see him in the road. I also have seen him up on Broadway, and I've seen him loads of times walking around Ali Pali. 
Um, he's got a heavy metal t-shirt on today and a pair of very big headphones. So um, he's the only person that's walked past since I started doing this. Where is everybody? What's going on? Has everyone gone back to work or something? It's very strange. It's a bit disappointing, actually. I'm going to get really annoyed if people stop walking past this house because it's the whole point of this bloody podcast. Um, yeah, so, uh, so I've been on this journey with these people. Uh, so there's like two protagonists. There's two secondary protagonists. And then there's four sort of important leading actors as well. And, but everybody, all the characters have got great stories. And um been on this long journey with them so many weeks and now it's nearly all over and added to that um well i can't i don't want to say anything about it in case any of you haven't watched it but uh yeah the story uh is quite something particularly at the end i don't know what i'm going to do without them apparently well no not even apparently it's true netflix have got quite a lot of korean dramas so we've been going down uh because crash landing on you was the third most popular uh, cable TV Korean drama in Korea. Um, and there's a couple of other popular ones which are on Netflix. I think one's called When the Camellias Bloom. And apparently, that we can't get it over here, the most popular Korean drama at the moment is called The World of the Married, I think. And it's based on Mike Bartlett's um, Dr. Foster, which some of you may have seen on the television. Um, so that's quite funny. Not that Dr. Foster was funny, it was very serious. Um, yeah, so basically I'm having a panic about life getting back to normal. Um, I'm having a panic about, I don't know, I'm, it's just change. I've got so used to um, everything being as it is, and I'm panicking about things changing. So um, I'm not going to dwell on that. The sun is out. Um, I have a play to write. I have a podcast. No, I have a play to proofread i have a podcast to edit uh, and i will be back with you all next monday in the meantime have a lovely week uh, i hope some of the people get out and about uh, to do a bit of outdoor dining like i shall be on wednesday and uh, thank you for listening